Thank you. Uh, wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful special music. <laughs> I have just a few housekeeping before we start. Um, the month of December is a giving month in our church. Just uh, any big building in Loma Linda. So we are putting a cross on the building, and it costs $30,000. And I know, I know some of you guys paid a lot of money for our church building. So mostly, we want everyone to get involved, but mostly, if you never got, like, got to get involved with the church uh, uh, buildings, this is a great way for you to give. So if you go to online giving, you're going to find a church cross fund. Or you can just use the, the, the church envelope and give. A second way to give is actually our Vision in Action. It's a mission fund. If you look at coming up, I know that this is like first time ever in our church we did one full week long week of prayer. I'm actually really scared. I feel like it's going to be just like the pastoral staff only and like nobody's going to show up. But I know, I know that there are people who hunger for spiritual growth in our church. And I know that some of you guys want to come. So what's going to happen is from January 6th through 9th, Monday through Friday, we're going to have speakers who's going to come and they're going to talk about their, they're going to share their uh, testimony on prayer. Okay? And after that, we're going to all have this time of prayer. So we're going to start 2020 with prayer. So please do come and join us. Going along with the uh, week of prayer, um, starting that Sabbath, the second Sabbath of January, next year, um, from January to mid-March, our church will go through a series called Rooted. Okay? Uh, a series called Rooted. Rooted is a 10-week experience for people in every stage of life. Wherever they are, their walk with Christ, we highly encourage everyone to be a part of small group during the series, there will be ways for you to engage with the Rudy's, uh, with Rudy's series. But to maximize your experience, uh, we want you to uh, go find a small group. And we're going to start a brand new small group too, so you can join that. Or you can just come to a group which will be meeting here on, Tuesday, uh, on Wednesday evenings. But we don't want you to do that. We want you to actually find a small groups. Um, so there will be several options. During Rooted, we'll explore um, what the base like, basic life of a follower of Christ may look like. Um, and we can all experience and sh- share our stories of practicing seven rhythms. And you're going to learn about seven rhythms when we start our Rooted series. So we have big events coming up. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful Sabbath with these beautiful people in this beautiful sanctuary. We pray that as followers of Jesus Christ, we may fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Lord, we ask that by the Holy Spirit of the living God that he would be manifested in us and through us as we love like Jesus. Thank you, Father, for this time that we can spend around your word. Now, as we open the Bible, open our hearts also. In Jesus' name, amen. Loma Linda Church, 
I love you. Have I told you I love you? I do. Um, even all the little kids who talk a lot during my sermon, all the youth who look at the phone the whole time I'm doing the sermon, each and every one of them, I love them dearly. I do. So have a merry, merry Christmas. Let's look at today's passage, very short. Isaiah chapter is manual, which means God with us. God with us. The central message of the Bible is Emmanuel, God with us. The premise of the Old Testament is Emmanuel, God with us. And the fulfillment of the Old Testament is a New Testament, which is God with us in Jesus. You know, I love, ho- I love holidays, don't you? How many of you guys love holidays? Raise your hand. I, I love it all. You know, I, I, I love the entire, I, I, love, I, I love all holidays such as Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas, Black Friday, and Cyber Monday. You, you know, I, but Christmas definitely is my favorite. I love the entire month. I love the entire month of December. In fact, it starts in November for me. You know what I mean? Like in November in my family, it's okay to start playing Christmas songs. Right? And after Thanksgiving, you must only play Christmas songs. I love Thanksgiving because it means Christmas is coming. I love Black Friday because it means Christmas is coming. I love cold weather because it feels like Christmas. For me, it's not about the presents, although I love presents. Okay? It's not about the food, although I love food. It's not about family, although I love my family. It's about what Christmas represents. It's about what Christmas reminds us. I know, I know, I know Christmas is not the day that Jesus was born. Okay, and, and I know that we have commercialized Christmas and turned it into shopping, gifts, Santa Claus, and Star Wars. These are all distractions, I know, but we still know the true meaning of Christmas. It's about a baby. It's not about a baby being born it's about a special baby. You know, it really isn't about baby being, uh, uh, babies being born. Because apparently every four babies are born every second. Like ever since I started my sermon, there's like a thousand babies born already. Isn't that crazy? It's not about a baby being born. It's actually about the son. Okay? It's about the son. Uh, in the record of his birth, we read... Behold, the virgin shall be with the child, shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. The essence of this passage and event in history is not merely that a or baby was born. The essence is that God became a baby. God in the crib, a, hu- a human baby, was given. To us. This is how Isaiah 9 6 describes it. For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us. 
A son will be given to us. You see, the child is born, but the son is given. Child is born, but the son is given. This is because the son existed before the child was born. Okay? The virgin gave birth to a child, but the child that the virgin birthed existed before the virgin ever got pregnant. How could that be? How can a baby exist before the mother? Therefore, the son was given, not born. This was God's plan of salvation. Isn't that what Christmas, Christmas is about? It's that there was a plan for all of us, plan of salvation. This was declared in Isaiah 735 years before Jesus was born. Okay? That's what we studied last night at the Vespers. The event, the birth of Jesus, was prophesied in such detail because God wanted the whole world to know what he was going to do through plan of salvation, through the Son who was to be given. So that's what Christmas represents and reminds me. In Genesis chapter 27, we find a fascinating story about Jacob stealing blessings from his brother Esau. I love this story. I mean, it's just like so much drama. There's like a lying and there's deception. And there's apparently a man who's like so hairy that Jacob had to kill an animal to pretend to be his like brother. That's, that's disgusting, right? According to the story, after receiving the so-called blessing, Jacob runs away with nothing. Cold, broke, penniless, and homeless. But Esau, who was supposed to be left without blessing, actually inherits the entire Isaac's wealth. The whole estate of Isaac's wealth. And we know how rich Isaac was. Because his wealth came from his father, Abraham. And a lot of scholars say that Abraham was a billionaire. So how is it that Esau inherited all the billions of whatever and Jacob ran away with nothing? But Bible says Jacob was the one who was blessed and Esau, Isaac had no blessing left for him. So what is this blessing that Bible is talking about? How did Jacob take God's blessing and what was the blessing Jacob received. It is actually very intriguing to study what the Bible means by blessing. In our human mind, we relate blessings with our health, our wealth, and our success. Right? And that's what we want. When we ask God for stuff, we're always asking for our health, wealth, and success. Right? But that's not how Jesus understood blessings, okay? Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are those who are persecuted. How could that be? 
Obviously, Jesus had a completely different understanding of blessings. Completely different. Out of this world. God shows up at night in Jacob's dream and clarify what true blessing is. Okay? In a dream, Jacob sees a staircase, okay? And the angels are ascending and descending. Then God says, or Jesus says, I am with you. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go and I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I've done what I have promised to you. To this penniless and homeless guy who had to run away from his home and from his brother, an anxiety-filled man just sleeping out in the desert whose brother bowed to kill him. And this brother is like really hairy and, and scary, right? God reveals the true blessing for all humankind. And that is, I am with you. Emmanuel. God with us. God with us. The presence of God among us is the greatest blessing and is the greatest gift he has ever given us. Health, wealth, and success can be blessings for us only if we glorify and honor God with it. Otherwise, those things can actually take us away from God. And how is that a blessing? In fact, health and wealth and success take a lot of people away from God. We see that all the time. So we have to be very careful. The one and only true blessing has always been Jesus Christ. The blessing God gives us has been always Jesus Christ. Emmanuel, God with us. The greatest gift to the humanity that we have already received is Jesus Christ. He is our health. He is our wealth. He is better than any success we can have. The true blessing which Jacob received was not the material inheritance from Isaac or Abraham. It was the presence of God. I will be with you wherever you go. Emmanuel, God with us. The blessing of God, this greatest gift from God, has been repeated numerous times throughout the Bible. Genesis chapter 26 verse 24 says, Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bless you, and I will increase the number of your descendants for the sake of my servant Abraham. Joshua 1.9, Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened, and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10, Fear not, for I am with you. Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 6, Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 17, The Lord your God is in your midst. 
These are the blessings that God gives us. And these are the greatest gifts that we can receive from God. The greatest gift of all and the greatest blessing of all is Emmanuel, God with us. To all of us, in the Great Commission, Jesus said, Therefore, go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And what did Jesus say? And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. The gift from God or the blessings from God are not when I am healthy, when I am wealthy, when I'm successful, not when when my marriage is successful, not when my career is successful, nor when my children are successful. You already have been blessed. You already have received the greatest gift of all. In the presence of God, in our lives, Emmanuel, God with us. Amen? Do you like receiving gifts? How many of you love receiving gifts? Three people. All right. Everyone's lying. Did you notice that somebody left a gift for me this morning? I noticed it right away. I noticed it right away because I love gifts. Oh, it's heavy too. Okay. Since it's for me, I'm going to open this thing. Oh, look at this beautiful ribbon. I'm going to... I mean, come on. I mean, I know like it's a really beautiful gift, but is a gift wrapping, that's what's important? No. It's what's inside, right? Absolutely. So I'm going to go ahead... I'm going to go ahead and open this gift... Oh, look at the box. Wow. What do you think is inside? Huh? iPhone? Huh? Money? Okay. Oh, man, the box is made with gold real gold it's empty it's empty Loma in the church how can this be Right? It's, 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 it's empty. It's wrapped in like the best wrapping papers and like the best box ever and the most beautiful ribbon. The golden box, it's empty. The packages contain the hype and all of the um, ceremonial and sentimental aspects of Christmas. But have no meaning or value inside. 
It's empty. Loma Linda Church, in many ways, this empty gift box reflects and represents a lot of Christians today. We dress nicely. Everyone has a really good career. We live in really nice homes. We have all the wrapping papers and the ribbons and the golden box. But on the inside, it is an empty box. God is marginalized in our lives. God is not in the center of our lives. God is not priority in our lives. My lifestyle does not reflect it. My my life does not show it. I I may have the looks, right? I I may have the, the, the wrapping paper, the ribbon. I may look like the golden, beautiful box and the bow, yet if we were to peel the papers and the wrapping papers, the tape and the bows, oftentimes we would not be able to locate the vibrant, life-giving, Christ-filled Christian life. There's no Jesus within in my life. My box is empty. Loma Linda Church, don't get me wrong. Um, having Jesus doesn't mean you'll never fail or will never experience the darkness of life. We'll still have pain, we'll still have sorrow, and we'll still experience the dark, the dark valleys of life. But you know what it means? Is we're not alone. It means we're not alone. He is with us. It means we will not be without hope. It means we'll have hope in this hopeless world. It means we'll have help in this helpless world. We can experience peace in the midst of the storms of life. Because Jesus is with us. That is the gift. And that is what we want in our box, in our lives. Here we are just a few days from Christmas, and this is what it means. If you're like most Americans, you're enjoying a a mixture of hustle, bustle, and holiday cheer, right? I mean, there's a lot to do. Um, decoration and baking and cooking, shopping and cards. Oh my, the cards, right? You have to take the family photo and you have to take it and order it and you have to get all the addresses and send them all. Oh, so much work, right? It can get overwhelming and, and those can be all distractions because we can actually forget the true joy of Christmas. And the true joy is that we have already received the greatest blessing and we have already received the best gift in Jesus Christ. And perhaps the biggest joy is actually being together with family and friends. No 
Nobody wants to be alone for Christmas. And there's a reason for that. God has created us as creatures of relationship. That's what God with us means. Okay? God is saying, I've created you to be relational because I am relational. And I want to be with you. I want to be with you is the message of Christmas. You know, I'm so happy my daughter is here. She's here from college. I'm kind of glad my in-laws are here. No, 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 I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. I, I, we're so happy um, they're here. I've known Fred and uh, Barbie since I was in high school. I love them dearly. We're so happy they were all together. The significance is that we are together. That we are together. Right? God made us this way. You can't have the greatest gifts and you can't have the best food for Christmas and if you're alone, what is that? You can't have the best gift wrap in the box and if it's empty, what is that? He made us this way. He made us in a way that we need real, genuine relationships with our families and with our friends. And amazingly, all these relationships stem from the most important relationship that He's wired us for, our relationship with Him. That's what He said, God with us, Emmanuel, I'm going to be with you. The main figures of Christmas are not the shepherds or the magis, uh, not even Joseph or Mary. nor the baby. The main figures are Jesus and you. Your relationship with Jesus, like you being with Jesus, God with me. This is the focal point of Christmas, the birth of Jesus. That is what plan of salvation is all about. God with us means Jesus is with you and you with Jesus. I pray that your gift box is not empty. It does not shine from outside, but shine from the inside because the light of the world is within you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Christmas wonderful news of Christmas and the plan of salvation but Lord today we thank you for something very significant that you desire to be with me you wanted to be with with us so much that you prophesied it like 735 years before it happened And after it happened, you wanted all of us to know this name, Emmanuel, 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 God with us. Meaning, he wanted us, you wanted us to know that. You want to be with us. You want to be with me. Father, help me to live a life that Jesus is not marginalized in my life. Jesus is not missing in the gift. Jesus is not, my my gift box is not empty. I pray that you fill it 
with your presence. And may my life reflect it each and every day. In Jesus' name.